This episode is about careers and your best laid plans. So let's think about that for a minute. I am 45 and my plan was when I was younger to have a couple of children, have a big house in England, maybe have a Range Rover, have some dogs. It was very much based on what I was brought up in, how I saw life and my career um, I knew I wanted to be involved in the arts in some way and I loved kind of directing theatre so it was definitely heading that way. I do remember though at one stage when I was very young I did want to be a vet and my father quickly put me off by saying do you want to stick your hand up a cow's bottom? So that totally put me off being a vet. Uh, then it was the arts, creativity and I found myself in a place now that actually I could not have predicted. Even after my divorce, I thought I would be the one that would want to find somebody and get married straight away and even maybe have another child. And that is not what's happened at all. Everything has changed and I feel like it's okay to have changed, but I didn't know I was gonna get here. So as a 45 year old now looking back, I can take a look back and see where I want to be. For you, Isabella, you are starting out and on that journey. So in 20 years time, I'll need to come back to this episode and see what you've said. But do you have a plan? Do you see where you'd like your life to be? A simple answer, yes. Um, more convoluted answer, no. <laughs> um, and the reason the more convoluted answer is no is because I am fully aware that um, the universe laughs at those who make plans <laughs> and I think the key to that is that the world is ever-changing, life is ever-changing and even if we were to make a plan, who's to say that life is going to be going in the direction that it is now in order for that plan to come to fruition. And this is why I was really excited about this episode because people will be saying, well hold on a minute, you're writing a book called Living With Intention. Isn't that about planning? Don't you have your plans? You've got your pyramid of purpose. You've put a plan in place. You're constantly writing up your nutshell cards, which are mini plans of how you want to live, how you see things. So this is the perfect time to explain what that means. When I create my pyramid of purpose, I have actually rewritten it uh, every six months because it's not about saying that your plan has to stay the same. Life does change and things do alter, but I make intentional choices to take me along a pathway that allow me to change things if I need to. Yeah, very much so. And I think the thing that you're saying here that's coming to mind is that plans were made to be broken, that you make a plan so that you have some kind of road to walk on but with the mindset that you might build more roads or that road might change direction suddenly and I think it's totally okay to put down that pavement and that uh, cement to make sure you have a stable foundation to walk on but knowing that it's okay if you either a stray off the path and what is it stray off the beaten track um, or B, know that you might just want to build a completely different road and stop where you are and start somewhere else. It reminds me of the uh, the animals in the Alice in Wonderland cartoon with the 
tails that are brushes that sweep away the path and then she has to pick somewhere else and I think that's really what life is which is you make a path and you have to accept that it might change and probably will change and your plan is going to be different but knowing that it's okay that it'll be different and trusting that you will find your way at some point. So what would you say is the difference between living with intention and living to a plan? I think living with intention is living with every single choice being made with intention and living to a plan is only making decisions towards that plan. And I'll go back to living with intention, which is your choices, as long as they have intention behind them, don't have to be related to the plan. Okay, so let's just take a beat there, everybody. <laughs> because this is a, a subject matter that I think people can understand very easily if they have that type of mindset. And for other people, feel like well, hold on, this is, um, I, I, I can't have that because I have kids or I have other people to think about. So it doesn't matter. I, I just have a plan, which is just to get through the day. So I'll give a very simple example. Your plan, your goal is to tidy the entire house. Now, if you were living to the plan, your beginning of the day would start with, all right, what do I need to do in order to tidy the house? And you would do those things and that's great. That's your plan, that's what you're working towards. Now, that doesn't leave time for if the plan changes, that doesn't leave space for if something else happens along the way, but you are living towards the plan and that's totally fine. Now, putting that, that same analogy in comparison with living with intention, let's say your goal is still to clean the house. Living with intention tells me that at some point during the day, you need to eat. So in, even though eating doesn't help you clean the house, in fact, it probably makes it messier because you've got dishes you now need to wash up, but it's the choice of, I'm hungry, so I'm going to nourish myself right now. Ah, okay, I need the bathroom. No, that doesn't help you clean the house. Again, you're using the toilet that you might have just cleaned, but that is an intentional choice that you need to make in order to get through your day. And I think that's an interesting way of putting it because it's not about saying you need to throw the plan out the window, but it's leaving room for those choices that you still need in order to get your plan accomplished, but knowing that your plan might change as well. So when I talk about living with intention, I refer to, I use, utilize a few words, and I refer to these um, because I believe they enhance our life, and that is giving ourselves clarity, finding peace, I do throw in the word purpose as well. Do you feel that if you have intentional choices that you automatically find more clarity and that you can feel at peace? Again, short answer, yes. <laughs> um, but I think it's different for every person. I think as an overall concept, absolutely living with intention and choosing these things intentionally does help you find more peace and live with more peace but that process might be different for every person and i think what's important is knowing how to make choices intentionally because it's not just about saying oh i'm going to pick up this mug because it's in the way it's about going mm, hang on 
I need to move this mug out of the way and I'm going to choose to do it right now because actually I think I should get up and stretch my legs. And it's about changing the way you choose to do things intentionally and making sure the reasons behind why you're doing things are also intentional. Yes, it, it, it's one of those concepts that I think needs time. And again, we live in a world that doesn't kind of allow us to have that time. So do you feel that we need to alter the way society lives in order for us to consider our intentional living, to consider our plans? Does society take over sometimes because it tells us when we should get married, when we should have children? Is there a plan put in place without us really having much say? I think society has a bearing on our plan, but I don't believe society has a bearing on our intentions. I think our intentions are down to us as humans. Because yes, if we're discussing the plan that life sets out for you, society is a huge part of that. Societal pressures for women, for men, for every other gender involved. I think society is the number one bearing on what plans are made, but choosing to live intentionally is up to you as an individual person and I don't believe that society has anything to do with that. So would you say I live with intention? I would say so, absolutely. I think from a plan side we're all affected by society because that's just our everyday life. We, If you go outside you're probably affected by society but from a level of your actual intentional choices I think you 100% choose to do things that are beneficial and positive for you. And does that mean that that has a positive effect on people I'm surrounded by? Totally, because your energy and emotion isn't weighed down by doing things that don't serve a purpose to you. And do you think you live intentionally? I try to. I don't always do it and I'm very happy to be honest about that. I think for me I haven't been trying to do it for as long as you have so I don't think I'm quite there yet but I know because I'm aware of it that's my next step to getting there and I think where I'm missing uh, my intentional living is still I'm still quite reactive to certain things in my life and I think I let those reactive reactions uh, decide for me instead of my purposeful intention. I think that's very honest and, and thank you for sharing that because I think you're not alone in that world if I'm if I'm honest and I utilize the phrase we're only human you know our reactions we can only hold them for a little bit because we are human if something is going to cause us to feel something and you're right it takes practice again it's a habit 30 days of working on something in fact I think it might be even longer that they've shown for something to become an actual sustainable habit. But what I think is really interesting is don't they say that you can break a habit in like seven days? Yes, exactly. It takes so long to form one, but it's very easy to break it. And I think that's why the first step towards forming any habit or, or breaking maybe a long-term habit or an addiction, I should say, uh, is being aware of it because when you have a sense of awareness, you are able to make the choices about that thing with intention. If you, if you weren't aware of it, your choices wouldn't be intentional. So what we're saying here is that it is about making those choices, being intentional with those choices, having plans in place, 
but understanding that it's okay when things don't go to plan. But because you'll have intentionally chosen things along the way, that won't feel so jarring. It won't feel such an impossibility to be able to get yourself back on that path. And actually, because you'll have intentionally chosen that path, you will feel quite empowered by your choices. I'll also say when you're looking at the plans or the path or the goals that you want to achieve and attain, try looking at something that's intangible because often when things are intangible, it's much less stressful to stay on that path than something that is physical. So as an example, instead of saying, I want the big house with the big family, perhaps it's saying, I want to be happy and surrounded by people I love. And that second option is going to be much simpler for you to get to on a path of living with intention because if something changes along the way, it isn't going to feel as drastic because the thing you are trying to get to isn't something that you can hold in your hand. And that's exactly how I was going to end because it is really important for people to recognize what they are feeling and why from those plans, what it is they want. As you said, it's not specific to the house and the family. It might be that they want a community around them. It might be that they want to feel loved and safe and nurtured. Whatever those feelings are, that will help you make your intentional choices to live a purely intentional life life.